Hello, and welcome to Your Daily Homily, a ministry of St. Philip the Apostle Parish in Pasadena, California. For more information on today's readings and homilist, please view the show notes below. And now, Your Daily Homily. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, other Elijah, still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him, reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of the netherworld shall never prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly orders his disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. My brothers and sisters, the gospel, the good news of our Lord, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Let me ask you this. How many of you have said or believe or fall in line with the statement, God has a plan, or God has a plan for me? Raise your hand if you like that. Great. What is it? What's God's plan for you? (laughs) Oh, I could get into She said to be happy. I could get into that. Somebody else? Okay, sorry. What's God's plan for you? I don't know. You see, because most people, if you ask, they'll say, I don't know, which is a problem, because actually you do know. Actually, you do know. You just, you know, somehow, it it wouldn't be very nice of God to have all these plans, and then none of us can know what it is. And so you're just playing a guessing game until you die, and then either... Did I get it right or did I get it wrong? No. Did I get it right or did I get it wrong? I mean, <laughs> right? That wouldn't, that wouldn't be very fair. So, you know, I've talked about this in short in the past, but, but let's dissect God's plan in four parts because you all know this, but maybe you just haven't put the whole thing together. Uh, the first part of the plan, God's plan, was creation. Create the world, my kingdom, united to me, and as all of us well know, corrupted by original sin and by the rest of us, human nature, the, the, the unity with God, the belonging to his kingdom with him for when it was first created, all of that lost, all of that corrupted, all of it gone, tear it up. Uh, uh, um, and then that first part ended with, well, they can never fix this themselves. So I have to do it for them. 
I'm going to have to do it. Do you say I, God, or do you say we, the Trinity? <laughs> I don't know. But, but we have to fix it for them. Part two of God's plan then goes into the Old Testament and the preparation for as the plan starts to move along. Now, the preparation of it in the Israelites, one people, the chosen people. And what was their main job? To establish in the world, because once we were separated, all kinds of beliefs came up, to establish in the world that there is one God, monotheism. All of these other God, Baal, and all of the, the... the weird ones, the god of the sky and the god of the earth and Odin and Zeus and, and Jupiter and all of the others, that all of that was nonsense, that there is only one god. And the, the chosen people to prepare for, for the continuation of the plan had to establish on the earth monotheism. That's part two. Part three then comes with the fulfillment of the plan. Who is? Who is? Jesus. Jesus. Come, come, and he said, we have to fix it. God said, we have to fix it for them. Then the second person in the Trinity makes the part of not creation, but new creation, the recreation of human nature, except in him, since he is both human and divine, in him, it's not corrupted. It's perfect again, without sin. Like us in all things, but without sin. And as... You know, as the plan goes on then, he willingly gives himself up to death for us, suffering and death for us, to fulfill God's plan, plan of redemption for us, of saving us. And, and then the final part of, the, of Jesus is, you are Peter, we read today, and on this rock, I'll build my church. That's part three. So creation, preparation, fulfillment in Jesus, and part four then is the Holy Spirit. On Peter on this rock, I'll build my church. The Holy Spirit then to come and form the church and to lead the church, not so we're not left alone to evolve right back into what it was. But, but so that, you know, as we join ourselves to Jesus' humanity, then we can also reach his divinity. You all knew that, right? So how come when I ask, what's God's plan? Everybody says, I don't know. <laughs> Got to remember what it is. But if Jesus says, I'll build my church, not just I'll build my church, I'll build my church, then the church should, should reflect the plan, should be the sign of God's plan for us and the symbol of it, making it present. And that's what you find, the church foreshadowed in creation. Foreshadowed is God, you know, creation was humanity connected to God's kingdom. Jesus building his church with the Holy Spirit guiding it again, humanity connected to the kingdom, present now but not finished until the end. So it's foreshadowed. It is prepared for in the Old Testament with the chosen people. Again, the church is created then by Jesus, part three of the plan, again paralleling God's plan. And then part four, the Holy Spirit to form us, but you see, not just to form us like the Israelites into a separate people from everybody else, but to form us into the entire world. Who's not welcome in the church? Does it matter where you come from? Does it matter what color you are? Does it matter what language you speak? Does it matter what gender you are? Who's not welcome in the church? 
everybody's welcome. And that, that's the final part of God's plan. So, so if Jesus said, you know, you're Peter and on this rock, I will build my church. And we say all this, you know, that the church is the mystical body of Christ, all of us formed by the Holy Spirit into his body. Why do things go wrong? Why do, why do things go wrong in the church? It's a good question because you have to remember that, that just as Jesus was human and divine, the church is also human and divine. The divine part of the church is? The divine part of the church is? Jesus. The human part is? Us. And that's, and that's why things go wrong. I'm going to speak for all of you, okay? And I'm going to say there is not a person in this church who doesn't think sometimes that I wish I could be everything God wants me to be. Right? And same thing is true for the church. Church struggles to be everything God wants it to be because it's made up of us. So as we struggle to be what God wants, wants us to be, church struggles to be what God wants us to be. That's just the way it is. That's why we still need the guidance of the Holy Spirit all, all, all the time. And so, you know, things go wrong. Now, you shouldn't be surprised by that because when Jesus said, you are who and I'll build my church on? Who's that today in the gospel? Peter. You know, I chose Peter for my confirmation name. And I listened to the teenagers uh, who said, oh, I want Saint whoever, I can't remember who it is now, because she's the patron saint of music and I love music, or I want this person because he's a patron of this. You know why I chose Peter? Because he messed up all the time. <laughs> and then was sorry for it. <laughs> and then messed up again, and then was sorry. Messed up again, and then was sorry. He, so, so many times I said, that's somebody I understand. <laughs> That's somebody I understand, and it didn't let him, didn't let him, that stop him. In fact, you know, today when he says, Peter, you're Peter, and on this rock, I'll build my church. You know what you're going to read next year that comes immediately after in the scriptures? He says the wrong thing, and Jesus says after, right, immediately after saying, I'll build my church, and you know, he's telling him, get behind me, Satan, you're an obstacle to me. That's someone I understand. That's why I chose Peter for, for a confirmation name because I said, oh, I know how many times I mess up and, and then feel bad. In fact, the, the legend has it that the, that the um, tears Peter shed were so great for all the things he had done wrong that he had furrows in his face from the tears. Now, I don't know if that's legend or truth, but, but I've read that legend before. Uh, and so, here, I mean, here we go with the church. Now, the key part we have to take home today you know, realizing, okay, I understand God's plan. So if anybody ever says to you, what's God's plan for you? You know, in the end, well, you go through those four parts, creation and Old Testament and Jesus and Holy Spirit. You go through the four parts and you have to understand, well, God's plan for you is to be united to Jesus. That's his plan through his church, particularly, but to be united to him. And everybody, again, if I ask you what's God's plan for you, you have to know the answer to that. Got to know it. But the key part you have to answer the question is, I'm going to say it two ways. Who do you say that I am? 
But that's not the right way to say it, really. The right way to say it is, who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? And, you know, people far too often, far, far, far too often rely on who do people tell you that I am? Not who do you say, but I don't have heard everybody say it, so I guess it must be true. But we never come to terms with that, with that other part. You know, and I can give you all kinds of statistics, how many people watch the Super Bowl, how many people go to church. More people play the lottery regularly than pray regularly. Did you know that? Just... It's an astounding thing. More people have this tiny hope of winning hundreds of millions of dollars playing the lottery rather than pray to have a relationship with our Lord. So let me, let me, let me say this, because I, if each person in here has to answer that question. Who do you say that I am? And forever, you know, anybody who says... I don't know God's plan, then I would say, God's plan for me, then I would say, then you've never answered that question. You've never truly answered it. Because once you answer that question and it gets inside you, Taylor, Taylor Swift would walk down the aisle right now. Everybody would go, ooh, look who it is, right? And be twittering around the church and, and everything because everybody knows who she is. And we look, at the, we look at the Eucharist and kind of like, <sighs> right or wrong? Right or wrong? I mean, you're here because you're here for, for it, but, but why does she get attention and he does not? So answer that question again. And if you answer it truly, then never again do you have to say, I don't know God's plan for me. Who do you say that I am? Thank you for joining us at Your Daily Homily. For information on St. Philip the Apostle Parish or to support this ministry, please click on the links provided. Until our next time together, be safe and God bless.